What's up, crew? Welcome to the studio, the place where every week we get together as gun tubers and maybe other creators as well and hashtag talk nerdy about all kinds of things from YouTube to social media to the tech behind all of it. This is episode 144, I do believe. Matter of record is uh, April 22nd of 2021. So, man, it's uh, flying by fast. Uh, I did get an email today, which was kind of exciting. Uh, not not on topic at all, but uh, did get an email today that applications were being accepted or registration or whatever for vendors for Industry Day at the Range for SHOT Show in 2022. So that got me all kind of pumped a little bit. Looking forward to uh, any time we can get out into the field and do some work. Uh, trying to think if there's anything that I need to throw out there other than the normal stuff, which is a uh, big shout out and thanks as always to the Patreon people. Going to be talking a little bit about that, as a matter of fact, coming up. And also the YouTube channel members will notice those guys out there with uh, red and blue names, usually in the, uh, in the chat among some other folks uh, out there as well. And uh, then also need to uh, say that if you're in replay, welcome as well. And remember, you can always jump down and continue the conversation, ask questions, whatever, down below. If you're out there in the live chat, I've got it pinned in a comment, but you guys know uh, As we're talking about the topic of the night, which is going to be added viewer engagement, milestones, and more, that's kind of code word. I'll get into that here in just a minute. But uh, we're talking about that. If you've got any questions from uh, the creator side of things, then yeah, be sure let us know, and we'll talk about it. Running a kind of a skeleton crew tonight, but that's okay. You get a uh, Ghost and Clover edition of the studio, which is always fun. And, uh, yeah, the ghost is with the Moses in the house. What's up, bro? Oh, good. Just got done with the first lawn mow of the year, so the allergies are just kicking in awesome. Thanks for having me. Real quick, everyone out there saying hi. I'm saying hello now. I'm on my phone, so I won't be able to chat with you guys, but hello to everybody that's saying hi. I'll, uh, I'll direct anything to Ghost that uh, you guys know the drill about the app symbol and type the name, whatever, tag us. And, uh, yeah, we'll direct everything. So let's jump into it. Maybe kind of a short one tonight since we've got a, a small panel here. But, yeah, I used, it, the, I used code words in the title, I'll be honest. Because when these are not monetized, I, if, in case you don't know, I haven't monetized a live stream in quite some time. Yes, you can still see for chat. I can still get those and whatnot. But as far as advertising monetization, I turned that off. Um, it's not worth the risk to the monetization on the rest of the channel and blah, blah, blah. So I just don't worry about it. These things don't get a lot of view. Thankfully, they do get a lot more traction in the audio podcast world. And thank you for those that are out there listening in the audio podcast world and replay. They get way more traction there than they do in replay on YouTube. And we've talked about that on Nerd Chats in the past. YouTube is just not, you know, the live stuff's not conducive for uh, search uh, and suggestion. And then so uh, that's where a lot of my traffic and a lot of other channels, that's where their traffic comes from. And so it's understandable that you don't get a whole lot on the uh, uh, live stream replay. And so that is the few cents maybe that I would get. It's not worth the, uh, the risk. 
but I was talking about uh, code words for basically giveaways. Uh, was asked a couple of questions in the in the past week about that. I was contacted and they said, "Hey, we want to do this. We got a milestone. One was a milestone, and one was like a uh, uh, the creator was having a milestone. The other one was." somebody wanting to uh, do like a, a benefit type thing uh, much like Yankee does with the uh, what is it called the handguns for heroes and the uh, the other one I can't even remember what it is the the one for the friend yeah not the friend because that's like a patreon thing there's it's, uh, the one where he was the self-defense but the, I don't remember the tyMP pistol project probably it's what I'm it's what I'm thinking of um, he was like three or four guns that way. So when he, like, when he, yeah, when he can, right? He, he, he has enough going on over there on his Patreon and, and through his live chats. <coughs> Pardon me, but anyway, uh, something similar maybe to that. It was asking my thoughts on it, uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that and then get into some other things. So if you're out there, you're a creator, you're putting out content, you start having some people that are more loyal to. Uh, to the channel, you know, just wanted to talk about some of the things that we can do to go maybe that extra mile to push it one step further. Um, and celebrating milestones is one of those things. Uh, now, for me, I want to, and I'll get Ghost's opinion on this in just a second, uh, as far as the frequency of milestones. I see people that do milestones like every 100 subscribers. And it's like, oh, it just it wears me out. It's like, it, it's it gets it gets aggravating doing it every every 100 you should not be paying that much attention to your subscriber count um, to be doing it in that in that fashion um, so you know your first 100 I get it that's a really exciting one maybe 500 maybe a thousand at a thousand I would go to probably might do every thousand so a thousand two three four all the way up to maybe five. Um, that's kind of the way I did it. I don't think I even had like a, like a three or a four. I think it was, I kind of skipped it and went to five. Uh, and my next plan is, is maybe at 10. And then from there will probably be 20 or 25. Right. So spacing, spacing those out. Uh, and we're talking about YouTube subscribers. People do it for uh, obviously Instagram and, and other things. So, Frequency is a big deal. I would not, um, I would not get burned out doing them. My opinion, anyway, real super regularly, um, for a couple of reasons. Number one is, is it really that special if you're doing them really super often? And number two, with the facilitation, simply that, that you've got to do, you've got to gather up all the different prizes for everything. You've got to do all this stuff. You've got to facilitate it, schedule it figure out how you're going to do it, which we'll talk about those methods here in just a minute. Um, all platforms have uh, policies in play when it comes to things like giveaways, raffles, stuff like that. Uh, but there's some some fun ways to, I don't want to say get around it, but there's some fun ways to play within the rules. But uh, Ghost, I'm going to bring you in. As far as the frequency by which uh, creators should probably dive into the whole, you know, Celebrate. I'm not, I'm not talking about an Instagram post or a, a, a YouTube community tab post where they you know, say, right. hey, you got so many subscribers, but having an actual event or milestone. Um, what's your recommendations? What do you do as far as the intervals in between those? 
I, I want to say that I did giveaways at 500, um, 500, 1,000. Then I went to 5,000. I had one at 10,000. And then I didn't do another one until 25,000. So um, I was going to do one at 20, but I was like, I think 25 is a bigger, you know, a better sounding number to do one. And so I did, I kind of had some stuff that I was going to do for 20,000. So I kept that stuff and then added a bunch more. I think I ended up giving like 12 things away, including a gun for 25,000. So I I did that way and I probably won't do another one to 50. Sounds crazy, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Um, and I I do it for a different reason. Like my last 25,000 one, I didn't tell you, I think you were the only one that knew ahead of time that I was going to do it on a live chat. So it was just doing a normal live chat and then said, Oh, by the way, um, we're going to give a bunch of stuff away. And that was kind of a cool thing because this is just me and it's, it's what it is. But a lot of people utilize giveaways. If if they're going to do, let's say a 10,000 sub, they'll announce it at like 7,500. And trying to get all those subs that would sub to the channel to get to 10,000. And, and that's a great idea. Unfortunately, they're not there to engage in the channel. Right. They're just there for the giveaway. And chances are, when the giveaway's over, you probably lose a per- I don't know what percent, but you're going to lose a lot of those subs that just sub for the giveaway. Yeah. Uh, and even if you don't lose them, they're not going to watch your videos. They're not going to engage, probably. They're just there for the giveaway. So... Uh, just be careful when you do the giveaway because there's a lot of people that uh, just feed off those giveaways. Um, yeah, and I, I would totally agree with that. Uh, not, it's not the greatest idea. I would say hit the milestone, announce the milestone, do something for the milestone. Don't don't advertise something leading up to a milestone. Um, and, and I would add a, a, a reasoning in there is it's a phrase I use quite often you hear me when we talk about viewers and we talk about you know the Patreon folks out there, the the uh, uh, the YouTube channel members, those sort of things, is you dance with the ones that brought you, right? And by doing it after you reach that milestone, it to me it's more respectful to the people that got you there, right? Exactly. You're not, you're not asking for hundreds or thousands or dozens or whatever it might be of people to come on board simply to to, to fill the roles, more or less, right? So, yeah, and, and, and the great thing about that is is when I do a giveaway like ten thousand and twenty five, I did a couple different giveaways strictly for my patrons. Like my patrons were the only ones that could win those. I, you know, what I'm saying. So that was a cool thing. Say thank you to them. But the, the ironic thing we were talking about it is most of the people that won at the 25000 giveaway, I want to say like nine of the 12 items that were won were by patrons. So it worked, including the firearm, which was wonderful because it, it kind of just like put the icing on the cake, if you will. It was like, okay, it worked out exactly how it was supposed to work out. Because most of the time, the ones that are patrons are the ones who will be watching your live shows or they're going to be engaging a lot to whatever you have to do. They're going to be doing it anyways because, you know, they're part of your family. So that was a cool thing as well. Right. Um, did I read uh, Guns and Barbecue? He said he threw it, hit three milestones all in a yeah. each other. 450 subs, 50K views, and the one-year mark. It's kind of cool to have them all the same week. Yeah, 
there is, if you use the VetIQ plugin, and I recommend looking at three, all three have free versions. You don't necessarily have to pay for them unless you find that maybe you like some of the advanced features. Um, TubeBuddy, VetIQ, and Morning Fame into those. But VidIQ has a really cool, and so does TubeBuddy, uh, feature that will show you your channel achievements. And it's this little, almost like a little certificate looking thing, right, Ghost? Um, yeah, yeah, they're pretty so cool. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can share that type of stuff uh, with those. Go to that achievement tabs, and then you can take that photo and when you share it to kind of announce. And it just so happens that they are the perfect dimensions for Instagram. Just so happens, you know. Um, we've got uh, Swamp Dogs. This quick question in regards to milestone giveaway or prizes. There's anything against doing a hidden giveaway that the winner doesn't even know until they won, and then it was announced. Uh, yeah, we're going to dive into dive into that. Let's dive into that now. Now, uh, T's only out there is talking about some legislation in Texas. I will have to look into it. He was talking about um, a, a bill, a Senate bill that was filed today uh and i was working on my range the patreon folks and the youtube channel members know that because they got some pictures but yeah i was out on it today was a range day i have no clue might do a podcast on that tomorrow and not uh, shooting on the range actually working on the yeah, range <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah sweating and drilling and digging holes and using tractors and all kinds of stuff yeah fun fun uh heavy heavy stuff a lot of this stuff uh don't want to give it all away but um yeah i'll try to uh cut out maybe a podcast on that tomorrow i haven't gotten any alerts uh but quick shout out to say texas goa texas state ralph association get over there get on the alerts if you're from texas uh but we don't typically have a lot of random folks tz uh in this chat this is kind of the nerd chat that's what we focus on here uh and i know he's kind of new to the channel so um Unfortunately, so it doesn't do a lot of good to talk about Texas politics here. It's not going to go very far. Um, anyway, back to uh, what we were saying. Uh, Swamp Dogs is, for example, someone that made the 100th comment or something like that. Uh, no, uh, that's cool. That's a cool idea. So let's jump onto that for a second. Um, yeah, that could be kind of neat. So that's not a, that's that's not really a random thing because that's based around um something that that person did so here is here's the rub when it comes to quote unquote giveaways giveaways is a bad thing um so as far as policy goes on most of the platforms you're going to see you need to stay away from giveaways the, the the verbiage you need to, especially you need to stay away from raffles you need to stay away from anything that is random right uh you need to move more toward a sweepstakes or a contest, right? Um, some type of a game, right? Something that requires that person to know something, to do something, um, to be able to win other than their name is just in a pot, basically. What the mouse do. Um, and that's where a lot of cool things have come up. I see G Webs is out there in the chat. He's done a lot of cool things with Repatch Friday, uh, Ghost, you do something that I've done for a long time, which is trivia. I mean, and that really supports those, again, dance with the ones that brought you, right? That goes back to kind of 
leaning more toward favoring, respecting the ones that got you to where you're at because they're the ones most likely that's going to go the answers to those trivia questions, right? Yeah, because, you know, I mean, I'll throw some general trivia stuff out, but most of the questions that I'll ask most trivia are going to be about videos that have been out there or guests on the podcast or what was my fifth video or, you know, what is my favorite gun or something like that. So it's, you're going to have to be around to know some of those things, you know? Right. Um, Adam out there, he's saying uh, he's not a fan of those social media folks and giveaways where you had to be pimped all over social media like Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. There's, there's some that it just require way too much. Right. And usually it depends on what prizes are at stake and stuff like that. Um, Ghost that I did one not too long ago, and in order to get, you know, you got like one entry credit for everything you did. You didn't have to do everything, right? Uh, and this software kept up with it. It was a big pain in the butt, to be honest. But as you get companies, and you're talking about getting bigger a lot of times, but as you get companies that donate things to the cause, right? You want part of that agreement is to show them love. So it's like, you want the folks to go like them on and follow them on Instagram or subscribe to them on YouTube or, you know, follow them on Facebook or whatever it might be. So there may be certain requirements. Uh, it's not that that creator is necessarily doing anything um, on purpose. Now, one that I did recently, which I, I will do again, look for that at the, you know, probably at the 10,000 10, sub mark for the, the channel, the same way we did the 5,000. I absolutely love the match game. Uh, because it was, it required several things. Uh, and go back on the channel and just peruse through that if, you, if you've never seen it. But basically, I found a site where you could literally do where you match cards, like memory, like the kids' game memory. And I had, I had some, basically some dead combinations, uh, and then I had prize combinations on the board. And you had to answer a trivia question, so, first of all, you had to be involved. You had to kind of know what was going on with the channel. You kind of had to have watched videos and been around. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to answer the questions. But then once you answer that trivia question, you've got to pick two tiles. And if they matched, you won the prize. Well, that was cool because, okay, you answered the thing, but you still weren't guaranteed to win a prize or even what prize you were going to win, Right. But also, for everybody else watching, think about the watch time, right, Ghost? Because yeah. you would have to watch that watch that stream to know what cards turned that didn't match. That way, when your turn come up, you would kind of know where certain prizes were at to try to match those up. So I thought, uh, I thought that was just a really cool way to do something. I really enjoyed the way that that particular uh, celebration live stream whatever you want to call it, uh, worked out. Uh, and I'm looking forward to doing it that way again. So it, it, it incorporated multiple levels tonight, of course, is about the added viewer engagement. And that just incorporated a lot of different levels of engagement. Uh, and it was, to me, it was fun. I think everybody involved enjoyed themselves. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it was for the thousand subs that I did. I want to say it was thousand. I did a Jeopardy game. I don't know if you remember that or not. That was yep. kind of fun. Yep. Um, what I did the last time also for the 25,000, which I thought was kind of fun, 
is they didn't know what prize they were winning. They they had to answer the trivia question. Like I would put the answer and what the prize was like to you in the private chat. Right. But I'd ask the question and they wouldn't know what it was. It could have been a red dot. It could have been whatever. Um, And that was fun because they answered the question and they didn't know what they were going to win. And then the final one was obviously for the handgun. I had them call in. The The winner had to call in live on the show and answer a question live on the phone and um which i thought was pretty fun as well so get creative with it i think it's it's fun you know you know i think i think something that could be that could be fun to incorporate with that we're just tossing out some ideas now um because again we want the engagement we want to have fun it's all part of it and we want to keep it as far away from just a straight up raffle or giveaway uh, as we possibly can, because again, that's that's a policy, potentially a policy violation. Um, but what if you did? Um, what if you did almost like a almost like a deal or no deal, where you had yeah. you had different briefcases? You could yeah, and say I picked number two. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought could, what was fun also is like there was someone that won, let's say, a red dot, and then someone else won something else. I think it was hearing and eye protection or whatever it was. And the guy that won the red dot is like, I only have one rifle, and it's already got a red dot. And then someone else was like, I just got a rifle. I need a red dot. And so they like traded. Right. And I thought that was kind of cool. Like, like not, not me. Like, they, they just traded within the chat and then emailed me and said, hey, we traded. So I thought that was kind of cool as well. Right. Well, you had something else. Like, didn't uh, Sarge got something. Like, you had a couple other people. Sarge and somebody else swapped something. It was, yeah, uh, Sarge and RL. Yeah, they swapped uh, a sweatshirt. Oh, that's what it was. It was a hearing and eye protection. Um, and then... A sweatshirt and Sarge, like I've got so much ear and eye protection. RL needed that, so they swapped, and Sarge got a sweatshirt. And I think it what the red dot was is Midnight Range won it, but then Jacob had just bought his first rifle, so Midnight was like, "Hey, let Jacob have it. He needs it more than I do," or something like that, which was all awesome. Like I said, that was all between them. But that's kind of how it is, like that, that kind of that dirty Santa type thing, you know? Yeah, and that's what I was say DJ out there uh, said it too. He said, trading or swapping is fun during the live. And I did, I don't remember what it was, what milestone, or if we just did it just because. But I did a dirty Santa or a white elephant or a yeah. hobo Christmas. They you did, it, yeah. Where you answered a trivia question, you won a prize. And then, you know, you answered a trivia question, you got to pick your prize. And then the next person, they could steal your prize, right? Or pick one, or basically, or pick one off the board, right? Yeah, and if I remember correctly, no one was a jerk about it. Like, no one stole anything. It was like, come on, guys. We want someone to steal something. <laughs> right. We had a couple, finally. Uh, but it was minor. It was minor things. But I think going back, I think there might be two, maybe, out of everybody that played. Uh, that actually stole, but that's what makes it fun. Uh, we play that at a few family Christmases every year, and I'm I'm a stealing son of a gun, dude. Uh, my 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 I try to get the most popular gift every year. That's my goal. 
simply so other people can steal it from me so that I can steal from other people. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there is strategy to it, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And so somebody will steal it from me. And then just as soon as I, I try to get something, you know, that somebody wants, you know, pretty popular as well. And inevitably somebody will steal it from me and I get to steal from somebody else. So I'll steal the other one back, you know, and as long as you keep those really nice ones, heck at the end of the game, usually you could trade for whatever you want. And sometimes I trade for stupid things like the three foot snicker bar, you know, or whatever, you know, because I don't, it's, it's about playing the game to me. It has nothing. Who cares about the gifts, you know, at the end of the day. Um, right. And, you know, with the, I, I guess that's what I'm getting into with the, the audience engagement is you could do these types of things. G-Web's out there is a prime example of somebody who's done them before. You could do these things even if there wasn't a milestone to celebrate. Uh, just, you know, open up a live stream one day, plan it out, open up a live stream one day and say, hey, we're going to we're gonna play a game. Let's go. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, we said uh, Swamp Dog says that sounds like it might be cool to uh, cool take is to do it like an early Santa game. Yeah, where the winners have the option to swap. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, Adam's out there. He's still harping on the folks that run the giveaways all the time. He says he just doesn't have all those different social media accounts. I, I understand. Totally. Um, so, yeah, as far as other things you can do. So we're talking about that added level of engagement. We create videos, we do live streams, you know, we, we whatever we talk about it, you can be in any niche talking about any number of things. For most of us here, uh, it's the uh, it's the firearm dish. So we're talking to a we're talking you know, firearm related stuff, whatever. Most of the time when we're not nerd chatting about those that are gun tubers. But uh, you know, occasionally it's it's fun. I know it is for me to break out of that and do some things above and beyond. So one of the things that I've done, um, Walt out there says he wished he had the community feature one day, thousand subs, bro. Got to have that and uh, you will get it. So with that in mind, Walt Anderson, everybody, uh, go uh, check out his stuff. Sub if you like it, if it's up your alley. Don't get him to that thousand until he can get his community tab. I agree. The community tabs are awesome and a great way to engage. Um, so one of the things that, that I was going to talk about that, that I do, but before I get to that, I'm going to actually jump to Ghost. Since Walt brought up the community tab, uh, added engagement, one of the things that the vast majority of creators, more and more and more are realizing it's there and using it, is that community tab. And I know, Ghost, you do. I do. I use mine more for um, basically posting some of the same stuff I do on Instagram and Facebook. I'll post over there. And then I share, uh, you know, I'll share other creators' videos on the tab, which I highly recommend everybody doing that. Um, that does make a difference. And that does kind of kind of help get exposure for some other channels and stuff like that so don't uh don't discount that community tab and, and what you can do there but uh yeah go in the community tab ghost and some of the things you do there for you know that that added value of, uh, added engagement yeah well obviously uh if you're a channel member um then I, I i do the same thing as i do on patreon i give a sneak peek you know 
to all the new videos before they're released. Um, but yeah, I, I I share I share a lot of podcasts uh, like the on YouTube on my community tab on different podcasts that I like. Thinking, well, if I do that, uh, maybe people will find these different podcasts they may not know about. But I share videos as well. I share uh, some of my friends' videos. As a matter of fact, I shared one today earlier today from uh, Walk and Talk America. There they. He, Mike and Jake had a great conversation on ghost guns and explaining what they actually are. I shared that on the community tab. I do um, at least once a week, if not twice a week. I'll, I'll, I put I do a lot of polls on the community tab, and they're just fun polls. Some of them are just you know just to have fun. Some of them are sometimes I'll put a poll up there asking uh, maybe what kind of content or you know what kind of video in this series they want to see or getting a new gun or whatever it is, what kind of testing do you want to see done, try to get engagement from uh, the viewers, what kind of videos they would like, but I do polls all the time, and I really do, it's fun to me to watch their results come in, because I'll get anywhere from 800 to 2,000 uh, votes on a poll, and that's just fun to see where the numbers are, you know? Yeah, I'll give you a really cool sample on some, on some various things. Um, I fall short of using the poll there. I don't know. I, I, maybe the entire time I've used the community tab, I might have done one. Um, I take my polls. I do polls over on Patreon. Uh, of course, for me, I take my Patreon very seriously. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the things, and we're going to kind of get into get into that aspect of things, uh, that the paywall type uh, situation of engagement. But, um you know, one of the things I do is what I call the executive chat. And we don't have them every single month anymore because it gets redundant uh, at some point. Uh, but I did get one scheduled uh, for this coming Monday uh, where we get together. I mean, I want to let them know some of the, the things going on behind the scenes and get their advice and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll put polls oftentimes over there dealing with the channel and, you know, what do they think? you know, works best, you know, A, B, C, D, E. Uh, and I do the same over on the Facebook group as well, uh, which is the Cloverfield for those that are on Facebook. Uh, but I'll put polls over there and I just, I, I've got to do, I'm going to task myself with that. I've got to do a better job uh, at using the at using the community tab. I really do. Uh, I need to step up my game there for sure. Um, but yeah, getting into the the idea of Patreon, and we've had whole nerd chats on Patreon as a platform, and I love Patreon. Um, I haven't had any significant issues with them. Uh, I've had many conversations with the folks at Patreon. I've sat in on uh, creator webinars from them, uh, the whole nine yards, and it, it's, it's a lot smaller platform than one might think. Uh, I will tell you that much. Um, and so it does have some problems with maintenance and when they upgrade and some other things uh, that you, you typically don't see on a lot of the, the, the big boy platforms that are out there. Uh, but it, it is. It's because it's just a much smaller operation. Most people put put a lot of these social media, whatever, uh, you know, tech platforms kind of all lump them all together and they don't realize that you know even though it looks nice and flashy and has all these bells and whistles there's not but you know maybe a few dozen people at most 
uh, in the entire company, not thousands or tens of thousands of people. So, uh, but anyway, a great platform uh, to answer the question and, and cut it off because I know if there's anybody new that's, that's watching, listening, whatever, they, they always ask this question is when should I start? Uh, the day you start your channel, quite honestly. Uh, you need to get over there and kind of learn the behind the scenes of Patreon, all the ins and outs and all the different little things uh, that you can set up uh, as you as you move forward as a creator with your channel, with your projects. Uh, make sure you tweak that homepage over there. Make sure you tweak all your, your perks and all the other stuff that you're going to do uh, and get all that lined out. Uh, but we're talking about added uh, viewer engagement. And remember that... You can go over to Patreon. You do not have to financially support anybody. You can actually follow them. Uh, and I do post stuff over there publicly occasionally. So all of my stuff, 100% is not behind the paywall. I do uh, post stuff occasionally over there uh, publicly. And, and I think a lot of creators do that. Uh, just so when they have people that are not a, a patron, uh, are not looking to support them that happen across it. At least there's some type of content there, right? Um, but one of the things that started you know, a long, long time ago, <laughs> three years ago, I don't even know now, uh, was the lawn chair pop. And that just happened out of an impromptu live stream one night. And we ended up moving that lawn chair pop to Patreon uh, for the longest. And then you couldn't uh, handle or shoot firearms on a YouTube live stream anymore. And so now I pre-record that, uh, and it's available. Obviously, a lot of you out there know uh, available as a uh, as a premiere with the chat, uh, and then goes immediately into replay. Uh, but one of the things that the Patreon people and YouTube channel members, I've, I've extended some uh, some of the Patreon perks, as Ghost has said, to those as well, uh, is that uh, being able to choose the firearm that we use for that. Patreon uh, launch air pump. So, you know, it's that added engagement of, you know, having access to that poll and just being a little more involved with the channel, the direction of the channel, and stuff like that. Now, that being said, um, if you go over and you start a Patreon, and I'm going to let Ghost chime in on this, um, if you go over there and you, and you start a Patreon, do not be discouraged if the vast majority of people that support you on Patreon could care less what you do on Patreon. <laughs> because most people, I find, and I could be different, right? This could be different for another creator. could be different for another niche. I don't know. All I can talk about is, is me uh, and, and the great people that I have over there on my Patreon. Um the vast majority of them, they come there to support the channel and to support uh, the projects and all of that. That's why they go over there. Uh, they don't really care if they get anything special out of it. They don't care if they get patches. They don't care if they get stickers or dog tags or or poker chips or you know any of the other caps, ball caps, any of the other perks that are available. They don't care if they get the sneak previews on the content. They don't care if they get, you know polls and special stuff they just flat don't care um and i say that with love because i'm sort of the same way 
I support a lot of people on Patreon myself. I think that if you're on Patreon and you expect support, then you should be giving support as well. I don't think you should be a, a hypocrite by any means uh, in that way. Uh, but that's me. It's like I have such limited time with everything that I'm doing that I don't really have time to go over there. But occasionally, Ghost put one up, uh, the other video up the other day, and I was like, you know, or you had a question on once, what you and I'm like, oh, he's got it on his Patreon. It actually took me a minute to get to your Patreon because, again, I just don't, I don't have time and don't. I support people to, to support them, not for, hey, I'm gonna support, I'm gonna yep. throw a buck your way or five bucks your way or whatever it is, and I expect a bunch of things in return. Um, and I think you've got kind of a similar experience with that, right, Ghost? Oh yeah. Um... As far as when I'm supporting someone, I very rarely, you know, I most of the time when I when I support someone, I'll even click the thing. You know, I do not want whatever the prize for that level tier of I don't, I'm just there. I'll just here. Here's my buck or two or whatever it is. You know, I don't want anything in return, and um, I'll, I'll occasionally go over there and, and look at a video um, that someone's put out there, but most of the time. Yeah, I, I don't. And it's funny because you and I were talking about this, I don't know, a few months ago, maybe more than that. Maybe it was last year. I don't remember. But it was like, it's so funny because you'll, you'll, you'll put videos of their sneak peeks and they'll have like two views. Right. And you've got 40, 50, 60, whatever patrons. Right. And you're getting like two of them. So it's like, okay. So, you know, I don't, I'm not going to stop doing it, you know, but um, yeah, it, it's still. I still want to do it, but it is, I think the vast majority of people that are on Patreon are, are there to, to support because they, they appreciate and enjoy what you do. And that's, that's what makes it the cool thing is when, when you come to Patreon, you know, we talk about all the time, but you know, um, they're like family. I mean, and, and you actually call on with the board of directors or something like that. And, um, executive, yeah. executive, executive committee or whatever, you know, right. And, um, you know, I, I think that as, as long as if you're going to start a Patreon and, and I agree, start it immediately. And, and if you don't get a patron for a year, you don't get a patron for a year. It's just what it is. Um, but you're, you're out there utilize Patreon as a platform in itself. Uh, when I put stuff out, I'll put it to patrons only, but then I'll send it to public, you know, a week later or something. So, It'll be after it goes public on YouTube, I'll go back and make it public over on Patreon. But for that week or whatever, they've got it. It's for patrons only. But if you do go to Patreon and you do get supporters, as, as long as you're just, you know, there are people that I have, it sounds bad. And, and if you're one of them, then I apologize. But maybe this was a shot across the bow. But there are people that I have stopped supporting on patreon because i'll go through and the last thing they posted was in 2019 right so you know if, if you're not even going to try then you know i'm not saying that i i don't work patreon near as well as i should and, and that's something that i need to get but i've been trying this in 2021 that's been a big thing of mine is is to utilizing patreon a, a lot more and i think i've done a better job but there are people out there that don't even try and it's like, if you're not even going to try, then I'm not even going to try to support you. And no offense, even if you're a friend of mine, if you haven't done anything in a year and a half on, on that platform, then 
Right. Uh, I'm going to go find someone that actually does appreciate it, you know? Well, you know, and I say this a lot. I mean, you know, I've got folks occasionally that'll, that'll dump a, a super chat out there. They'll dump, let's say, a $20 super chat. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a blessing and it's a curse. It's, it's appreciated and it's also a bit, a bit aggravating all at the same time. Because they dump that $20 super chat. Well, out of that $20 super chat, I'm going to get what, like 12 bucks, right? Well, for 12 bucks, you could have been a whole paid for a whole year on Patreon, right? For that one super chat that you dropped here on YouTube and actually had access to all the extra stuff and everything else. Now, I get the convenience factor. And that's why I say it's a blessing and a curse. It's appreciated and it's also aggravating at the same time. Um, a little bit of both. I get the convenience factor of the super chat. I really do. Um, and I totally get that that some people just they don't again they they want to support the efforts. They don't really care about the added engagement uh, for that. But I'll tell you this much: the the most I think I've ever had as far as uh, chiming in on that lawn chair pot pole was maybe somewhere between a third and a half of, of the patrons, right? But I'll tell you what, here's the thing. The ones that do participate over there on Patreon, and I'm curious about this about with you, uh, uh, those that do engage with you on Patreon, they are adamant. And honestly, I'm sitting here thinking about Andrew and I'm thinking about Darren and I'm thinking about uh, DJ. DJ is one that's consistent across all platforms. Uh, Calaveras also one that's consistent across all platforms. Uh, but DJ and, and Andrew come to mind as two that I, very rarely do I see them in the YouTube comments. Very rarely do I see them in, you know, on any other social media or out in the live chat. But Patreon, man, they're there. Like every single post, every single time, they're engaging, they're talking. Uh, and, you know, a lot of those guys that, what I say a lot, the few that do engage, because the vast majority really don't, but the few that do, uh, man, they're, they're troopers about it for sure. And that's kind of cool too. Yeah. I, I, you know, the great thing that um, is cool is before we go to shot show or in ram or even want maker or whatever you know and I, I, I know you do the same thing and i think most people should but you know before you go there i'll send it out there about a month ahead of shot show you know and right after the first of the year and say hey shot shows come up in two or three weeks is, is there anything in particular that you're wanting me to go and look for and, and do something on and they'll say, hey, how about the new Ruger? Or how about the new this? Or how about the new that? And when I do get to that booth, if I don't have time to do an actual interview, I'll I'll like record like a question and say, hey, we're here with Chris at XYZ Firearms, and my patron over here, Andrew, wants to know what's the deal with this? And at least get like one question. So you know, if, if they did take the time to say, hey, would you mind looking at this? Then I'll say, hey, one of my patrons has a question, and he wants to know what's the deal with this firearm. And that not only do that, but typically whoever you're answering asking that question to will say, well, Andrew, he'll address it right to that person. Andrew, here's what's the deal with this trigger or with this whatever. And so that's a cool thing to where you know that's just 
saying one of those things. You're saying thank you for not only being a patron, but actually engaging in, in all of that because there's a chance that I might not even think about going to see XYZ Firearm. And because a patron has asked me to go check out this FN, I'm going to go over there. And now I've actually made a contact with FN simply because I was doing it for a patron. So, you know, it's one of those, it, it's a really cool two way street, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I'm out there. Hey, so you never liked that being a requirement for giveaways. I'm guessing he's talking about Patreon. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I've got Patreon only stuff, but. The thing is, the general public really doesn't ever know about that because it's Patreon only. So we have our monthly Patreon contest, and I guess the general public does because we announce those winners during the launch air pop, but the general public doesn't know what's involved with all that or anything else. All they know is some Patreon people win some contests every month, right? Um, but I still do other things. I still give away packages occasionally. We'll do a trivia or something like that on the Monday night or do something. Uh, where you don't have to and actually actually this last monday so um it does happen and that's a another reason that maybe if you do like to occasionally win something cool um i did actually an open uh trivia uh question and gave away a rossi cap a very nice rossi cap uh monday uh on the uh on the launch air pop uh, and that was not a patreon only even though it was on the patreon launch air pop so uh, I, I get you with the uh, with the whole paywall thing. Now, um, we have something up here. John Crump with the $5 Super Chat after I was talking about Super Chats. Thanks, John. Uh, John is a patron, though. So, already. So, uh, that's extra. He's uh, he's on the extra mile tonight for whatever reason. But, yeah, thanks, John. Uh, yeah, you need to keep up with 2A News. Follow him on MLM, probably. Kicks out some pretty good articles and keeps you up to date there. And he has a pretty cool guest on, too, uh, from time to time, for sure. Um, Cousin Barbecue says, I'm highly inconsistent across all platforms. Man, don't beat yourself up over it, and you do what you can. Um, Ghost was talking just a minute ago about turning his Patreon stuff, that like his early releases, and making them public after a certain length of time. And there's a literal little there's it, it's as easy as a checkbox to do that. Yeah. And when yep. you said that ghost, I thought, snap, I haven't done that in months. I forgot to check the freaking checkbox. Yep. Um, the I, early I access. To, yeah. I used to do that. And all it is is a checkbox. And I used to do that. And there's no telling how long that I've been going now and posting early release stuff to Patreon and not clicking that. So guns and barbecue, my point is we all we, we're all inconsistent at times. So, and here's another thing. Also, on Patreon, is you can't, you don't have to, you know, support through Patreon. You can follow any channel over there, and if if like when I, when I mine goes public, if you're just following me on Patreon, not even uh, supporting, just following me, when something does go to public you will be notified that there is a new video or a new poll or whatever so you can follow without even supporting over on patreon yeah and that's a and that's a valid that's a valid point too a a lot of complaints that we hear is hey i didn't get the notification for this i didn't get the notification for this i didn't get the notification for this well there's there's a couple of ways to help with that 
first of all, I use the community tab. So usually like later in the day after I publish something, I'll share it to my community tab, right? That, hey, did you see this, this video? Uh, obviously, I share it over the platforms and that that helps. Uh, but also, you're, you know, having been following somebody on Patreon, right? Uh, could potentially help you better get those notifications that, that something's going on. There was one more thing. I can't remember now what it was that I wanted to to talk about. Not necessarily with, with Patreon. Let's see. What, what road did we go down before? I jumped off my train of thought there for just a minute. Before Patreon, we were talking about uh, playing well, no, fun, and ga- fun and games during your giveaways and stuff. Right. And I think it had to do with I think it had to do with Patreon though. And I can't remember now what the heck it was. Dang it. Maybe maybe it'll come up. So um what I wanted to do was 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 shift gears a little bit. It's something you and I talked about privately the other day, Ghost, which I thought was really cool. Uh and for you know creators out there, I don't know if this applies to you or if you've ever had this happen or what you do, but I do want you to chime in, whether you're live or whether you're in replay. Uh, as we're talking about this, if you've ever experienced this, let us know. But uh, I've had my little uh, sh- uh, hashtag shorts, YouTube hashtag shorts video on the uh, Uberti 4440 revolver flat blow up. And the vast majority of you seem to be coming from India. The vast majority of comments, and I get multiple comments, it seems like a day, two or three, you know, easily a day. That are either in Portuguese, the folks are from Brazil, or they're in um, Italian. It's folks that are in Italy. Um, and I copy and paste it, Google Translate, and then, and they're good comments like, oh, it's a beautiful, you know, firearm or gun or whatever, right? Uh, and then I'll reverse the translation and type out, hey, you know, thanks, you know, appreciate it, thanks for, you know, watching or something like that. Um, and occasionally, uh, today I got one of those. That's why it was kind of fresh on mine. I think it was today, maybe yesterday. Um, but I got a reply back, right? And the guy was like, "Oh, you speak uh, you speak Italian?" And I'm like, "No, I'm using Google Translator." But you know, I try to communicate, you know, with you whatever the language is, right? And, and then he replied back, "Hey, you know, I appreciate it, you know." And then we had a, a discussion about the revolver, and actually, his father. He says his father owned a a new birdie, 4440. Makes sense, I guess, if they're in Italy, right? Um, and uh, so we had a back and forth of several, you know, replies, several comments, back and forth, and a to- total language barrier, total language barrier there. Uh, I didn't know English. I didn't know Italian. He didn't know English, right? Um, but it was really amazing that we were able to have that connection. And so um, that's been something that up until that, um, that Uberti video kind of blew up. Um, I really didn't have a lot of forums, and it's really weird when you get to languages that are in little characters, right? Um, but I, I really didn't have that much foreign traffic as far as comments. But it's really cool to me to be able to communicate and talk to the foreign, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but the foreign viewers that are out there, right? Yeah, I had one, um, unfortunately, that video got taken down. Um, 
a year or so ago. It was a couple of years ago. It was one of my first SAR videos that blew up. And I get a comment in Turkish. And it was saying, oh, man, um, really like your channel. I'm glad you like the Sarles of Mass. And then, so I, re it was in Turkish, so I translated it and sent it back, oh, thanks for watching, this, that, and the other. And uh, then he sent back another one. He says, I see that you like Kanik also. And I was like, yeah, well, he goes, so you're like Turkish guns. He said, have you ever heard of such and such gun? And this is all in Turkish. And I'm going through translator. And I sent it back to him, translated into Turkish. And, and I said, no, I never heard of that. Um, it sounds awesome. And he sends it. We hit like eight different comments back and forth. And he was like, oh, well, it may not have made it to America yet. But if it ever does, you're, you'll love it. It's better than this. and It's better than that and all that. It's like, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden he says, well, you just earned a, a member. It, it translated, you just earned a member. And I think that meant, meant subscriber, right? How it translated. And so I was like, people that know me, I, I, I make Star Wars references pretty frequently. And I always like say, hey, welcome to the dark side or whatever, you know, whatever. And so I said, hey, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Welcome to the dark side. And I hit send. And I, I translated into Turkish and hit send. I'm thinking... I wonder how this is going to go over. Like, is it going to be translated to where he even has a clue what it means? He may not even understand the whole Star Wars reference. Right. And like two days later, I get a reply in English, and it, all it says was Skywalker. Right. And I thought that was hilarious because he obviously, it, 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 the Google Translator translated well enough for him to get the reference, and he understood the reference. And he was saying, no, no dark side Skywalker here, basically. So it was kind of a cool back and forth that it was, it, it, it lasted like six months, you know, and uh, it was awesome. And so, yeah, I mean, if you're going to get, I haven't, I haven't, I've had a lot of Portuguese. And so we were talking earlier today, I think it was yesterday or today, I can't remember. I said, yeah, I've been getting a lot of Portugal. And you reminded me that it's probably Brazil because they speak Portuguese. I was like, oh, that's right. They do speak Portuguese. Um, but Portu Portuguese and Turkish are the, I haven't, I get a lot of views like the last month, the second leading country for my views behind us was India, but I haven't gotten any Indian, um, comments. Now they might've commented, but it wasn't an Indian. Um, so yeah, but it is, if you're, if you have someone that does that, you know, it, it takes three seconds out of your life to hit Google Translate, and then you can type in and then copy and paste it back in as a reply. Talk about going the extra mile. I think that does. We ha we tend to forget that YouTube is worldwide. You know, it's yeah. not just here in America. And I think if you start thinking as a worldwide brand or whatever, um, that's kind of cool. So, I mean, and, and there might be something that if I do another canic or um, a a Gerson or a SAR or something, you know, I might even throw in some Turkish in the video just to see if anyone catches it or something, you know, I might have to learn a couple words or whatever. Right. Um, but that would be kind of cool to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it, I know a lot of creators that, you know, if they get weird characters or, you know, you, you know, foreign language or something like that, talking about us creators, then smile about there. So he's like, yes, you are, bro. Um, they'll delete the, they'll delete the comment a lot of times. And it's like, you know, there's, I've had some really good conversations through Google translator. And it's like, you, you really kind of get some insight and learn about other countries and, you know, what's allowed there or what's available there or, 
you know, it's get, you get some kind of insight at least to, to people in, in other countries. And it's, uh, really, to me, it's really fun. Um, I remember what I was going to say about the Patreon thing. We were, you were talking about, we were talking about polls is what it was. And I just wanted you to verify this because you was there at the Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show. So I put a poll up over on Patreon about, you know, some things that I'm looking for and which one would you like most like me, most like to see me bring home. Well, unfortunately, I didn't bring home anything that was on the list. Uh, the two that I brought home were turn a corner. There they are. Oh, wow. What a buy. Right. Uh, but to my credit, Ghost, the number one on there was the uh, issue four 308. Did I not walk the floor constantly looking for infields that issue four 308? You did. And I, I want to say you found one, but it was like stupid priced, if I remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was crazy. It was yeah. worse than a thirteen hundred dollar SKS. Put it that way. Uh, it was bad. I think it. I think they wanted like five seventy for it. The condition that in it, I probably wouldn't give any more than like maybe two fifty or something for the condition that it was. It was pretty bad. It was pretty rough. Pretty rough. Uh, but yeah, I only I only seen one, and it was price was crazy. And the caveat in that poll was that I'm an opportunistic buyer, so the price has to be right. But, uh, but I just wanted since you were which here, you proved while at Wanamaker because you were an optimist, uh, um, a buyer that just happened to fall into a couple great guns. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. So we are uh, we're coming up on an hour, and we've covered uh, the whole idea of milestones, and giveaways, and contests, and we've covered uh, you know the added engagement through things like Patreon, uh, YouTube channel memberships, which Ghost says he works his that about the same way uh, as Patreon, which, you know, I do the same certain tiers and things like that uh, with that extra level added engagement. Uh, so, yeah, I think we've covered most of the basis. And then, of course, the last one we hit on there was, you know, when we get foreign traffic, those, those foreign viewers and stuff that are commenting, uh, engaging with those sometimes can be really, really cool. So hopefully we've given you some ideas just remember, for those that, that may have come in late, uh, I want to jump back to the idea of giveaway. Stay away from giveaway and winner and things like that. Uh, say that so-and-so would be awarded this. Uh, they're the recipient of this. Uh, you know, maybe use the term sweepstakes. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a contest. Maybe it's a game, right? Uh, and try to keep it like some of the ideas we talked about, try to keep it to where, you know, it requires the view time. It requires the watch time. It requires them to be engaged. The whole purpose of this podcast uh, tonight requires them to be engaged in order to be able to receive or be awarded said thing. Uh, it deals with trivia. It deals with um, maybe they pulled together a pretty cool idea was putting little code words into multiple videos uh, and then the person who come up with the sentence right that those code words completed uh, or maybe random letters in videos today's kind of like um, what am I thinking Sesame Street right where today's letter is the letter G right and then Maybe in a couple of videos, do today's letter is the letter O, 
right? And do them in random order. And then once you've done that, that go, oh, by the way, you know, what is those, you know, the last six videos, eight videos, what is those, what is those uh, letters spell, right? And they're jumbled up and somebody has to figure it out. Um, See, I, that wouldn't work for me because I'm not smart enough to spell things properly. So right. that would be well, difficult. You can always, you can I always, can spell crayon is about all I can spell. You can always go to Google. It'll help you out. Chubbies out there. 10 millimeter life, bro. Um, so, yeah, I think we've, we've covered it um, in an hour. Wow. So that goes to tell you that uh, Rogue and Papa and Joe and the other ones that jump in, they're the slow ones. Uh, if it's just the Ghost and Clover show, we can get in, get the message relayed, and get the heck out. We're fishing. We're fishing. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. So uh, give me a minute, Ghost. Uh, just final thoughts on anything that we've talked about. Uh, and then plugs, projects, special things you've got going. No, I think that the biggest thing out there is if you're going to start a channel, it doesn't matter if you have 10 subscribers or 10,000 or 100,000 or a million. You know, if, if you create an environment that is welcoming and appreciative of the people that have kind of been there from the beginning, that's ultimately what it's about. So obviously you're going to, as you get bigger, you're going to have newer people and that's cool. But, you know, try to remember the people that, you know, I remember my very first live stream. It was me and one other person. Then uh, there's like two people in the chat. One was Mel the Nut, right. you know, and, and I'll remember that forever. And Mel doesn't come around as often, but he's still he's still a patron. He, he'll he'll pop in and out and all that. And and Mel was there literally from kind of day one. And so, um, you know, it's just it's if you as long as you remember kind of who got you there, I think that you're going to be fine. But as far as like doing Patreon, Patreon. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, as soon as you turn that channel on, start it. And it might take you a year before you get your first one. It's okay. But you're there. You have a presence. That's just another search vehicle that people can utilize. And your name pops up and all of that. And as far as giveaways and contests and all of that, yeah, I think you hit the nail right on the head when you first start off. Don't do it every 100 subs or every 1,000 subs or whatever. Uh, because at that point, it's not really that special. Um, you know, try to space them out and just do bigger giveaways. If you, you know, like I went from 10,000 all the way to 25, but I had like 12 different items to give away. I, I could have done 15,000, 20 and 25 and maybe give them two or three, right. but you make it more special. You make the prizes bigger, better, um, and all of that give more people chances to win certain things and then more like you said have fun with it have fun yeah. Try to figure out a game and all that stuff you know and i'm always adding to the prize vault you know little things here and there i got all kinds of little knickknack cool things right but you know i only i only offer up so many things you know it's not like it's like oh well i've got 20 things here i could give away i don't give away all 20 it's like we're gonna play this game or we're gonna do this thing if five go fine if eight if 12 go whatever right however many we go through now the prize vault is how many we go through and then i've got the rest for the next time you know they're not going anywhere some of it is collectible stuff and so it's only getting more rare this time but uh yeah absolutely uh yeah projects other things that's, that's coming down the pipe uh man we were talking earlier today and i was kind of cleaning up the office and all that and i was looking at i've got like 
nine items that I still have to do reviews on. So that'll be have to happen here pretty soon. So a lot of reviews and a lot of a wide variety of things are coming out. Uh, Saturday um, will be the first release of a new series called LPVOs for Beginners. I've gotten a bunch of LPVOs from a lot of different brands. And the very first, uh, it's going to be like a, anywhere from 12 to 20 video series on LPVOs. So if you're interested in those, or you might be interested in LPVOs, the very first video of that series drops Saturday, Saturday morning. Um, and we'll start doing those periodically. And then you've got the podcast and all that. I've got the jarhead. I've got some really cool, got some confirmation in the last week of three really, really awesome um, people come on the jarhead podcast. One of them is a Medal of Honor winner, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff. It's kind of getting that, that time of year where it's going to be busy, busy. So I'm um, looking forward to trying to make time to get all this stuff done with life and work and everything else. But that's what uh, that's what we do. So uh, yeah, thanks for having me. It was a great conversation. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, always fun when it's, uh, when it's just Ghost and Clover, seems like. Um, yeah, I mean, talked about it kind of at the, at the more at the beginning, but I spent all day today and then actually day before yesterday spent quite a bit of time out on the range and so for those we're talking about the people that that got you here uh for the people that have been around the channel a long time you're going to see some stuff out on the range moving forward that you hadn't seen in a while uh got some things cleaned up got some things repaired best as i can now uh good god the price of lumber it's got to come down you think ammo is bad holy geez go try to buy lumber right um so hopefully I've got some repairs and stuff that'll that'll hold, uh, you know, until lumber can maybe normalize a little bit and I can do a better job. But, uh, I've got some some accoutrements, let's just say accoutrements, that uh, uh, out on the range that hadn't been around for a while. Uh, so be able to use them as videos and stuff like that. Uh, and it just visually it just looks much better than it than it did before, uh, which is which always good. I mean, adds a little bit. Is not professional. Uh, it's as professional as we we try to do, I guess. Uh, that's all you can ask for. So I guess in that sense, it does look a little bit more professional, uh, a little bit more like a like a uh, like an actual sure enough range, which it is. Um, and then I've got uh, the only thing really left is the redneck ballistic apparatus. So I've got to do some pretty major repairs to that. <laughs> uh, you guys that have been following along. Uh, with the journey on that it's one of the things i really like what that offers to the channel was able to do at least some type of simple ballistics testing uh, on ammunition but um it's a learning curve to try to get something that works it does the job but yet it's not a pain in the rear to set up or work with and it holds up and so uh, it's, it's a learning curve uh, we'll go. This will be the redneck ballistic apparatus version. I think 3.0 or 4.0 once we're done. But I hopefully, be able to, uh, to start doing, get it back out on the range, start doing some cool things with that. Uh, yesterday, we had excess sites on Globetech podcast. You, they're if I have time to schedule them, look on the channel page. They'll be they'll be scheduled there. Um, but sometimes they're not. They're just rather impromptu you don't get a whole lot of notice if you can't join live join live if you can't don't feel bad about it because i kind of schedule those whenever i can have the guest on and 
get those recorded. Uh, but we had excess sites on Monty with excess sites. Wednesday, great conversation. Talked about a lot of products. I learned a lot of things. I didn't know they had sites for AR-15s, and they do. Uh, and they're pretty freaking wicked. Uh, but uh, I've got this next Wednesday, Cody with Walther's coming up. So for those that want a little more insight into the PDP and some of the other Walther stuff, uh, yeah, come by, hang around for that. Uh, and then remember, too, if you are a Patreon patron or a YouTube channel member, there's a private link or unlisted link, whatever you want to call it, in the community tab for our executive meeting this Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, jump in that. There's some other things with Channel 2 that I can think of off the top of my head uh, that I can't talk about publicly right now. I don't know, honestly, if I ever will be able to, but uh, in that private setting, uh, we can certainly uh, talk about them. And I'd like to run it by uh, those guys and, uh, and see what they think. But uh, as far as this particular episode, 144 of the studio, we're going to close this thing up. Everybody was fairly quiet, not a lot to clean up. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We'll catch you next week. And until then, stay nerdy.